we've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. It was all started by a match. Oh boy, here we go! Are you kidding me? Out of the gates, this is not happening! By the way, what title would you like? Mary Poppins, practically perfect in every way. I ain't like a pig! Pumba, you are a pig. Oh. I almost forgot. That's why they call me Thumper. You're listening to the Magic on a Dollar podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Magic on a Dollar podcast, episode number 70. We have reached the 70 mark, only 30 away from 100, not that I'm counting. Uh, this is kind of a fun episode because when we started this podcast, uh, after a Pushing it back for a year. This we really should have been into year three of this thing. But when we started the podcast back in twenty seventeen, the first episode was actually a D twenty three rundown. I ran down all the stuff that had happened at D twenty three, all the announcements that were going, all the things that were coming up. Uh, you know, the Star Wars thing was coming. We knew, or they had released that Tron was coming, the Tron Light Cycle ride, and, and the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, and all the new movies that were coming up, and everything. It was all exciting. So I did a whole episode on D twenty three, kind of giving a rundown. Well, this time, preparing for the podcast, knowing that I would be doing a podcast about D23, I decided that I was going to actually really, really dig into the panels, really kind of kind of carve some time out. I basically carved time out over the whole weekend. I stayed on Twitter. I stayed on social media the whole time, updating all over and over and over, watching panels where I could. I mean, I have a family, so I had to do family stuff as well, but I was kind of really ingrained in the whole D23 thing as much as I could be. I wasn't there, uh, but I, I tried to be, and I got a lot of stuff recorded and a lot of stuff kind of, a lot of notes on things and such. So this is the episode. is going to be the D23 episode, but we're going to break it into two parts. Because there is so much to talk about. I could have, I, I don't want to give you an hour and a half episode. I, I just don't. I, I'm afraid that some people won't listen to an hour and a half episode. So we're going to break this episode into two parts. Okay, first, this part, this episode you're listening to right now, is going to be the D23 panel and the movies panel. So on one evening they talked about D23 stuff. They talked about all the programs that are coming and all the, the new announcements and all the new series and stuff that are coming. Uh, and then the next day on Saturday morning, they did a panel with uh, animation and uh, the live action films and things like that. So we'll talk a little bit about that. I've got several clips to play you because you know, I thought about kind of running down the information and talking about each series and things, but I thought, you know, why not just let you hear it from the creators, from the directors, from the actors, and these are these are things that are happening on stage, these are things that actually happened at D23 on the panels themselves, and so I thought it would be great just for you to listen, you know, listen yourself, and some of it is kind of visual, so you are welcome to go online to YouTube and maybe try to find some of these things, see trailers and see bits and pieces, but, and for a lot of Disney fans, you may already know a lot of this stuff. A lot of Disney fans have probably already heard this stuff, or you'll hear some of this and be like, oh yeah, I was there for that, or I heard him say that, I knew that was coming. While I've learned over the last 70 episodes of this podcast that I am not the end-all, be-all for Disney news for a lot of people, because there are other sites that get, you know, and other podcasts that get much more breaking news than I do, quicker than I can, but... I do know that there are listeners out there, there are people that this is their Disney source of news. They just come here, they listen to what I have to say, tell me about Disney, David Dollar, okay, that's all I need, I'm good. And so, they may be hearing this stuff for the first time, or they may have heard the news about The Mandalorian, or maybe heard about, uh, you know, uh, Lizzie McGuire, or whatever, but they don't really know a lot about it, and so... That's what this episode is for. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode as we go along. We're going to kind of talk a little bit first about D23 and to kind of dive into it first and 
And, uh, and and when I play these clips, too, when I talk about these clips, these aren't in any particular order. So if you're at the panel, if you were at the panel itself, you may be thinking, he's playing that clip first, but that clip was actually last in the whole presentation. I'm not trying to go in order here. I'm just going to kind of flow with it. We'll see what happens. The first one was actually an announcement for a much-beloved series. And honestly, this was not my series. I didn't really know a lot about this series. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't, I didn't really follow along this series very much. But when I posted it on my website, Disney on a Dollar on Facebook, and when I kind of put pictures on uh, on Magic on a Dollar on Instagram and on Twitter, tons of response. People were talking about how excited they were that this was coming, how excited they were this was coming back. And of course, I'm talking about Lizzie McGuire. Here's the announcement on that. Today, that we are producing ten new Lizzie McGuire series for Disney Plus. We auditioned thousands and thousands of actresses, and we found who I think is the perfect girl to play Lizzie McGuire 2.0. Now, when people ask me, and inevitably they will, why is this Lizzie so different from the original? I will have to tell them, because she grew up. Please welcome the one, the only, the absolutely irreplaceable Lizzie McGuire herself, Hilary Duff. And of course, Hilary Duff comes out to much fanfare because people love her. She still looks amazing. She looks like she's in her 20s, you know, mid-20s, not in her 30s now. But the premise behind the Lizzie McGuire series is that uh, uh, adolescent Lizzie McGuire is animated, 13 or 14-year-old Lizzie McGuire, animated, living inside real-life Lizzie McGuire's head. And real-life Lizzie McGuire is now somewhere in her 30s or so, living in New York City. She's a strong, independent woman, you know, and it's kind of her trials and tribulations and family and dating and so on and so on. And as you would expect, hilarity ensues. That's going to be on Disney+, Plus, which is going to be pretty awesome. Also coming next, uh, Phineas and Ferb. I don't know if you remember that cartoon or not. It was out, you know, four or five years ago when it was new episodes. It lasted for several seasons. Uh, I know I watched it in the late uh, part of the 2000s and early 2010s or so, and it's an amusing show. It's a fun show. 127 episodes have been created, and all of them, all of them are coming to uh, coming to Disney Plus when it launches on November 12th. So you'll be able to see all of those as well as. A brand new movie called Candace Against the Universe. Of course, Candace is the big sister, and I believe that she is still voiced by uh, Ashley Tisdale from High School Musical. So, so that'll be coming out as well on, on November 12th. The Phineas and Ferb fans unite, so it's coming back. Speaking of Ashley Tisdale, that leads us into High School Musical. Now, when I heard the series was coming, High School Musical, the musical, the series, it's it's kind of a subject of mockery. I mean, what are they going to do with it? They've had four High School Musical movies, one at the theater, which was very popular. And I'll be honest with you, I like High School Musical 3. Uh, I, I thought it was fun. It's, I think it's called Senior Year is the, the subtitle. They did a High School Musical 4, I believe, on Disney Channel. The High School Musical, the musical, the series, it's so clunky sounding. And what is this, right? So they showed a clip at D23, and it actually seems pretty cool. Here's the clip. When I heard that the high school where High School Musical was shot had never staged a production of High School Musical, the musical, I was shocked, inspired, and triggered as a millennial. Auditions are after school. I've seen the original movie 37 times. And the first 15 minutes of both sequels. It would be insane to think I might actually have a shot at playing Gabriella. I know we're not a couple anymore. It was my idea to take a pause. I didn't want to take a pause. I can't believe it. She's dating E.J. Haswell. This is a nightmare. That is so fresh. Zero chill about this right now. What are you doing here? If you really cared about me, you'd let somebody who wants to play this part play it. 
walked in here as strangers. But after today, you're a family. So while the title itself is very clunky, and I've had my fair share of laughter at it over the last week or so, my friend Jennifer actually messaged me from that panel when she watched that clip, and she was basically telling me, this is legit. This is actually something that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, they're going to the high school where it was filmed, and in a, and I believe this is not a reality series. This is actually a scripted series, but you're following a group of high school students who are auditioning and trying to do the part of High School Musical in their own high school that was the, actually in High School Musical. Did you get all that? Anyway, it sounds kind of fun. I probably will give that a try. I, like I said, I like the third one. First one and second one were just okay. The third one was fun. It was a lot bigger production value. I'm a big Zac Efron fan, so why not? High School Musical, the musical, the series. Uh, speaking of high school musicals and original movies and such, Disney Channel movies, uh, D23 has announced also that there will be over 5,000 hours of Disney Plus material on Disney Plus, all on that channel, 5,000 hours, as well as over 100, 100 movies uh, from the Disney uh, Channel original films. I know they've done like 100, 110 of those kind of things. We're talking everything from The Descendants all the way back to uh, you know Camp Rock and, and those films all the way back 10, 15, 20 years ago or whatever. So all those are coming. You know, the, All the series and stuff, I'm assuming, The Wizards of Waverly Place and even Stevens and Hannah Montana, all those series are likely going to be available as well. So you'll be able to watch all of those and such. So if you're a Disney Channel fan, you will get your fill on that kind of stuff. Kristen Bell from Frozen came out and introduced uh, something that she is doing. It's a reality show called Encore. And Encore is basically a reality show where they go back and they, they find these adults who had former glory at high school um, high school theater. And I tried to get a clip for it. I couldn't really get a good, clean clip for it, so I'm just kind of trying to tell you what it is. Uh, they go back and they try to find these... They get these people who had high school glory and maybe college doing theaters and stuff, and they go back and they recreate this stuff. So in the clip itself, you can find it on YouTube. You know, someone goes back who's, you know, in his 40s now, and he's balding and uh, kind of frumpy. He's going back to do redo Grease. He was part of Danny Zuko. Somebody else was in a, apparently in some sort of Western uh, you know, high school musical, and he's in a wheelchair now. So they go back and try to recreate that. So it actually looks pretty cool. Uh, I'm, I'm, a fan of, I'm a fan of this kind of stuff. I'm a fan of feel-good reality. We have a lot of negativity in the world, and I like it when they take a show like this and do something fun with it, something positive with it. So this, this will actually be pretty cool. Also, in the reality show genre, uh, appearing on the National Geographic section of D23, American treasure Jeff Goldblum has announced his new series, The World, according to Jeff Goldblum. Check out this clip. This show is a little track, and it may be unexpected and surprising, so taste it and enjoy. <laughs> My name is Jeff Goldblum. The name of the show is uh, The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Be forewarned, I'm in the show a lot. Whoa. I'm sort of fascinated by a lot of things. I follow my own actual curiosity. Do you believe in ghosts? Are you seeing anchors away? Can you make a sound like a seagull? Notting Hill. You ever see that movie? Could you eat my skin? What other Irish songs do I know? If I were meat that we'd put in a Korean barbecue, what would I be? A pork belly. No, 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 not because you have a belly. No, no. I'm a humble student. And, in fact, a kind of a late bloomer. A late gold bloomer. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Goldblum 
American Treasure. I'm looking forward to that show, and I probably will watch the heck out of that show when it's released. And I'm not even one that gets into a whole lot of, you know, tour of the world kind of shows. I, I do have a crush on Samantha Brown. I've loved her for 25 years, but uh, so I watch some of her stuff. But otherwise, I don't really get into a whole lot of those shows where they're touring the country and touring the world. So all that is to say that I will be watching The World According to Jeff Goldblum. And by the way, the, the theme song at the beginning of that trailer is just cool. I like that th- I like that song a lot. So let's keep going down the D23 list uh, on the Disney Plus side. Star Wars, big, big presence at uh, D23. And on D23, uh, on the Disney streaming service, we're going to have all the Star Wars movies will be coming out. All of them. Uh, within the first year or so, they said that every Star Wars film will be available on Disney+. Plus. They also announced that the Clone Wars animated series is coming back for another season starting February 2020. Uh, Rogue One, the beloved movie, will be getting a prequel. It's probably my third favorite Star Wars film of all time, right behind Empire and Star Wars A New Hope. I love Rogue One. I think it's an amazing, amazing movie, amazing story. It's a story that shouldn't even work, but it does work really 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 well uh so that's going to be getting a prequel series probably with some of the main cast i know that alan tudyk is coming back as well as uh, diego luna and a few other people as well so that should be fun now one thing people are really getting excited about is a new series called the mandalorian and now for those of you who are not in star wars lore or you don't care uh, the mandalorian is basically a race of people uh on a planet Uh, Let me just put it this way. Boba Fett is a bounty hunter. He's a Mandalorian. So the Mandalorian will be about that type of character. Now, apparently, Boba Fett will not be the main character of the Mandalorian, nor probably will be in the Mandalorian series itself. But people like Boba Fett, the bounty hunters, the galactic bounty hunters and such, that's the Mandalorians. And Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni came out and talked all about that. So here's what they have to say about the Mandalorian and kind of what it's all about. So years later, you're like, you have this idea. Right, so I come in and I, now that I hear that Disney Plus is uh, opening up to uh, Star Wars content, I came in, pitched Kathleen Kennedy a version of a show that took place after Return of the Jedi, after the revolution, after everybody's done celebrating because the Empire is gone and then chaos reigns because there's no central government in the galaxy. And so it degrades into a world where, like the old samurai movies and the old westerns, where the gunfighters are roaming and people are fighting for their own safety and to try to build safe communities. But but no, it's a dangerous world. And I told him that I wanted the lead character to be a Mandalorian. She said, do you know Dave Filoni? I said, I love Dave Filoni. And she got us together. And we've been inseparable since. We've been hammering away at this. Megan Mandalorian. For Megan Mandalorian, I was wrote. I, we did eight scripts. You, you wrote one of them. I yeah. wrote a bunch of them. Dave directed. You had a scene. bunch of new directors. He was writing them over Christmas. He'd send them to me. I'm like, I'm on break. But he was so excited. And then he'd send me a picture of his socks. It looked like Boba Fett. And he's like, I did it these socks faster than you've read this script. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll read the script. And then I read it, and I was like. What I love about it is it just really felt like Star Wars to me, and I don't, I don't say that lightly. It's- of course, the big news that everyone was waiting on was the rumor, the rumor that perhaps Ewan McGregor might be appearing at D23. For what reason? Well, let's let Kathleen Kennedy tell us all about it. Before leaving, we have one more announcement. After it's and fibs and not being able to talk about it, I am thrilled to bring out a beloved member of the Star Wars family. Music swells. 
Kathleen, Kathleen, can you ask me in front of all of these people, all of these witnesses, can you please ask me, am I going to play Obi-Wan Kenobi again? Ewan? Yes? Are you going to play Obi-Wan Kenobi again? Yes. You know, there were a lot of surprises at D23, both in the uh, the Disney Plus and the uh, the movies panel and even the Parks panel, which we will talk about next week. Ewan McGregor reprising Kenobi for a series, that was not a surprise for anybody. People kind of knew it was coming. I think it was one of those, we just needed Disney to say it because we know it's going to happen. We know it's happening. But what if it doesn't? But I think it will. But what if it might not? But it will. But now we know for sure that it will. Because that's what Disney does to us. They hold on to it. They let us talk about it forever. I guess we build the hype. And all of a sudden they say, yep, here it is. Ewan McGregor on stage announcing, yes, there will be a Kenobi series coming sometime in the near future on Disney+. Plus. Also coming on day one of Disney+, Plus uh, on November 12th, all 30 seasons of The Simpsons. Now, I will tell you, it was bizarre seeing the Simpsons characters because they were out there for meet and greets walking around a Disney a Disney event. It was weird because you just don't see those two mesh. And, of course, if you've ever been to Universal over at uh, Universal Studios, Simpsons Land is there. And Springfield is there. So you can ride the Simpsons ride and ride the, uh, the alien ride there at the Simpsons and drink Duff beer because it's right there. And that's at Universal. And all of a sudden, they're part of Disney, and it's just bizarre. But Simpsons will be there. They'll all, they will all be there. They had a Simpsons panel actually at D23. So you could go and find out about the Simpsons while you were there, which again, kind of strange. Marvel is a big deal because a lot of series coming up and we knew about we knew about WandaVision, we knew about Hawkeye, we knew about Loki, and we knew about the Falcon and Winter Soldier, but there were a few surprises that I don't think anybody knew about. And I'm going to give you a longer clip here. It's Kevin Feige introducing each of these and telling you about that surprising series on the end there. Please welcome producer, extraordinaire, and architect of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Marvel Studios president, Mr. Kevin Feige! The first thing we're going to talk about is something, this is, again, something Disney Plus is allowing Marvel Studios to do for the first time, our first animated series called What If? Now, What If? is based on a comic series that we've loved for years where they take a storyline you know and change one element and see how things could get different. So the 23 films of the MCU that you know, we're going to showcase one little difference in each episode and see how things change. This being D23, it seemed like you might want some new information. And you might want to hear about three new shows we're doing for Disney+. Plus. So let's reveal the first one. Miss Marvel. Camilla Khan, Muslim Pakistani teenager from Jersey City, is coming to the MCU. It is remarkably exciting for us. You will meet her in her Disney Plus series, and then you will see her in our films. Moon Knight, a new action-adventure series coming to Disney Plus, a very famous Marvel character for many years, Mark Spector. He was a mercenary. He was left for dead in the Egyptian desert, and he now may or may not be infused with powers from Khonshu, the moon god, or he might just be crazy. It is something very unique and exciting for us. She-Hulk coming to Disney+. Plus. Bruce Banner is no longer the only Hulk in the MCU. Jennifer Walters is a Hulk. She's a lawyer. 
and she's going to star in a show unlike anything we've done before. This is what Disney Plus is doing for the MCU. It is growing it, it is expanding it. Thank you, thank you so much. That's what we've got. Thank you so much, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Now, that pretty much wraps up the uh, the Disney Plus portion of it. There was a few more things, a few more surprises here and there, but nothing too big to kind of speak of. Those are kind of the highlights of the Disney Plus panel. Uh, looking over at the movies panel, however, we have a few more things to talk about. Um, and I'll run through some of these real quick before we get to our final clips. Uh, Emma Stone is going to be Cruella DeVille. We saw a picture of her for the first time as Cruella, and that uh, that wig is a little, <laughs> it's pretty wild. Uh, I believe it's going to take place in the 70s, and it actually is going to be Cruella DeVille uh, kind of growing up, kind of, uh, younger and her growing into the the hatred she has and the evilness she has and kind of her background sort of a Maleficent story of how that character came to be speaking of Maleficent of course Maleficent Mistress of uh, Evil is coming out in October of this year and Angelina Jolie was on stage as well as uh, I believe uh, Elle Fanning uh, was it Tuatel Ejiofor, I think, was uh, part of the cast, and so he's out there. Uh, so the cast is out there doing a kind of a quick presentation of the movie coming out in October. Black Panther, um, Chadwick Boseman came out on stage along with the director as well. So Black Panther 2 will be coming out May 6th, 2022, which is a long time away. Actually, we're going to have another D23 before we get there, and I'm sure we'll see footage of that coming up. Black Widow coming out next spring, and that's kind of the next Marvel movie, actually, and I believe it takes place between the events of Captain America, Civil War, and Infinity War. So, we'll see what happens to that. They showed some footage there. Apparently, the footage was really cool. You can't find a lot of it online right now that's not very, that's actually good quality, so I'm just going to kind of wait for the good quality footage. Mulan was also introduced. It's coming out sometime next year. Uh, which is going to be a great little movie, uh, you know, based on the cartoon, uh, based on the the, uh, the ancient Asian story. Uh, so that's coming. The Jungle Cruise is coming out sometime next year as well. Of course, the star of Jungle Cruise is The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, and Emily Blunt. Uh, this was interesting, and I can't find footage of this yet either, and I'm really looking for this, but uh, apparently Dwayne Johnson arrived on a riverboat, and he came out there, uh, did some some funny stuff. Emily Blunt came out arriving on a car, in a classic car, so she came over, and they showed two different trailers, and each trailer showed their characters as the hero of the film. Neither one are the actual original trailer. The film looks fun. This is Disney's attempt to kind of restart a new franchise. Pirates of the Caribbean has kind of petered itself out after five movies, so if this really takes off, expect to see a couple of Jungle Cruise films, you know, one after the other. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens with that, but Jungle Cruise is coming out sometime next year. Of course, there is Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker, which comes out this December, then just a few months, actually, the final film of the Star Wars saga, which began really in, you know, in storytelling order. It began with Phantom Menace, now it ends with this one, kind of that whole arc of story. So that's all, that's all going to end sometime in December, Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. They showed some footage from that, uh, just some brief shots here and there, and a cool shot of Rey with a double-sided lightsaber. There's a meme going around now that uh, has some fun stuff happening with the lightsaber, so make sure you try to find that. It looks pretty cool. looks really fun. The, the footage looks great. I, I, I can't show it to you, obviously, because you know this is an audio podcast. You'd have to go video, but I, I do encourage you to go on YouTube or go look that up and go find that, because that just looks really, really neat. Uh, very cool. So that's coming as well. Um, let's go ahead and jump over to Pixar. We've got two films coming out next year. One is called Onward. The other is called Soul, and we're going to let Pete Doctor tell you about those. Hey, Free Expo, I'm Pete. Um, <laughs> I have been up here before as a filmmaker, but not as the chief creative officer of Pixar. That, uh, yeah. 
2020 is a very exciting time at Pixar because we have two original films coming out. That's two original films. And now I'm directing a film that asks the ultimate question that we've all thought about at one time or another. Why am I here? Where did I come from? And what am I here for? But, I mean, let's face it, who, who, who would make a cartoon about that? I mean, <laughs> metaphysics? <laughs> We're calling it soul. Um, So to help me tell more about the film, please welcome some uh, friends of mine, members of our Soul Creative team, producer Dana Murray, co-director and writer Kemp Powers, and writer Mike Jones. And now, we would like to introduce you to some of the amazing cast that are bringing our characters to life. First up, we want to bring out the drummer from the jazz band you saw in the earlier clip. The character's name is Curly. He will be voiced by Questlove from The Roots on The Tonight Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Questlove. How you doing? Yeah. All right, next up we have Joe's loving mother, Libba, and she will be voiced by the great Felicia Rashad. Please welcome Felicia Rashad. We're also going to meet Joe's neighborhood nemesis, Paul. He's going to be voiced by the amazing David Diggs from ABC's Blackish and, of course, the Broadway hit Hamilton. David Diggs, ah. everybody. Hey. <laughs> What's up, guys? As if these guys aren't amazing enough, we would like to introduce you to the voices of Joe Gardner and 22. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a D23 welcome to Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey. Let's move onward to onward. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome producer Corey Ray and director Dan Scanlon. This movie takes place in a modern fantasy world, and it tells the story of two elf brothers named Ian and Barley Lightfoot. Ian is an awkward teenager. He's smart and thoughtful, but he's shy and lacks confidence. And then Barley, his older brother, has like way too much confidence. <laughs> Barley is chaotic and wild and is, lives his life in the past, really, really, really far in the past. He longs for the days uh, of magic and quests. As you can see, uh, these two brothers are quite different from each other. Barley tends to cause Ian more trouble than good. And while Ian loves his brother, he doesn't want to be like him. And Ian has, uh, he's a little short on role models because his father passed away before Ian was born. More than anything in the world, Ian wishes he had just one chance to meet his dad. Please welcome to the stage Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Wow. Woo. 
Uh, Elf Buddies and Brothers um, need a, a mom. Uh, so we have another very important character in this film, the boy's mother, Laurel Lightfoot. We're extremely excited that Laurel will be voiced by the one and only Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yes. Come on out, Julia. Hey, hello! D23! I'm looking forward to both of those films, honestly, but I think Soul has potential to be a masterpiece. I really believe that. Just the, the atmosphere that's set in New York City around the whole jazz community, apparently the main character, uh, something happens to him and his soul has to go find something on a quest or whatever, and it's it's Pixar storytelling. I love Onward. I love the idea of Onward. you got Tom Holland and Chris Pratt as like elves in this magical, mystical world, uh, but soul just seems cool. And I'm looking forward to that with uh, with David Diggs, Jamie Foxx, Questlove, Felicia Rashad, Tina Fey. I think that sounds great. I'm really looking forward to both of those films. And finally, let's get to the meat of Disney and what they are. And that is Disney animation and storytelling. And there's one little clip I have left for you here. And that is the next animated film coming up. Uh, well, Frozen 2 is the next one coming up. But the next original, the non-sequel coming up, is going to come out next November. And it's called Raya and the Last Dragon. This was kind of sprung on me as well. I had no idea this was coming. I don't know a lot about it. But we're going to send it over to Jennifer Lee, who is the COO of Disney Animation, and see what she says about this as she introduced some of the cast of both of these films. Today, as a D23 exclusive... I get to talk about next year's feature film from Disney Animation coming out Thanksgiving 2020. <laughs> it's from the incredible directors Paul Briggs and Dean Wellens, who are master story artists, who worked on some of the most poignant moments, Big Hero 6, Frozen, The Princess and the Frog, and Zootopia, just to name a few. It's also our producer, Osnat Sure, which you may know from Moana. She brought that to the screen. <laughs> And our incredible screenwriter, Adele Lim, who most recently wrote that little story you might have heard of called Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> so we're here to tell you about Raya and the Last Dragon. Please welcome Dean, Paul, Osnott, and Adele. <laughs> Playing the voice of our dragon is the star of Crazy Rich Asians and The Farewell. I'm thrilled to team up once again with the one, the only, Aquafina. Please welcome Cassie Steele and Aquafina. <laughs> There's one more film we'd like to talk about today. It's a little labor of love for us that's coming out this November 22nd in theaters. In 2012, legendary animator and director Chris Buck invited me to join as writer and soon after director with him on a project inspired by the Snow Queen. Please welcome my mentor, collaborator, and partner, fellow director, Chris Buck. Right. I was afraid wow. they would make us sing, but... <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to sing. We are excited to announce that voicing Anna and Elsa's mother is star of Westworld, Evan Rachel Wood. We also mentioned that our gang ventures to an enchanted forest, and there they encounter Lieutenant Matthias, who leads a group of soldiers who have been trapped in that forest since a fierce battle broke out over 30 years ago. Voicing Lieutenant Matthias is none other than Emmy and Golden Globe winning star of This Is Us and Black Panther, Sterling K. Brown. So ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to Evan Rachel Wood and Sterling K. Brown. 
So as we said in Frozen 2, our gang confronts change, and in the end, nothing will ever be the same. But luckily, some things never change. Like our incredible original cast for Frozen 1, back for Frozen 2, ladies and gentlemen, Jonathan Groff, Adina Menzel, Kristen Bell, and Josh Gad! Thank you. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Quick correction. I did say Jennifer Lee was the COO. Apparently, she's the chief creative officer. So it's a CCO, not a COO. Wanted to make sure I said that correctly. And in listening back and probably doing some editing, I will discover that I think I interchanged D23 and Disney Plus a few times. So please forgive me on that. But overall, folks, that's the show. That is only half of D23, and I didn't even touch on all of it. I mean, I, I didn't even touch on all of the half of it, basically. There's parts of the Disney tw- uh, Disney Plus and the movies that I didn't even get to, but I wanted to give you the highlights next week. In next week's episode, episode 71 of next Thursday, we're going to go into the, uh, the parks and panels. Now, a lot of you probably know a lot of the stuff already. Maybe you've read it on websites, you've heard the news, you've seen Twitter, you've seen social media or whatever, but we're going to kind of dive into it. We'll talk about Epcot. We'll talk about uh, the cruise ship coming up, the brand new Disney Island. We'll talk about Avengers Campus over at Marvel, uh, Marvel Land in um, Disney California Adventure, the four parks, four parts of Epcot. How is that going to change things? We'll talk about all of that next week. If we did it now, the show would be three hours long because there's a lot to get to with the parks. I hope you enjoyed this episode, however. I hope you liked running through um, what's coming on the movie side. Basically what I call Disney pop culture, the entertainment division, the movies, the shows, things like that. Uh, hey, go on YouTube and go find the longer clips. Go find the the you know the, the bigger pieces of that uh, if you want to see the whole panel. And you can actually you can find the entire panel from people's basically recording off their cell phone, which you're not, I don't think you were supposed to do, but people did it anyway. You can find those. So my name is David Dollar. This is the Magic on a Dollar podcast, guys. Go on to Apple Podcasts. Go on to Spotify. Go on to iHeartRadio. Yes, we are now on iHeartRadio and on Google Play on all of those streaming services. Get it from the website directly. You can go and listen to all these things, folks. Share the show. I would love for you guys to share the show with somebody else on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. You know, let people know that the show exists. I'd love to grow the show even more than we already have. And I appreciate you guys listening so, so much. Again, next week, we'll talk about parks and panels. And I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. So you guys have a great week. And don't forget forget to thank a Phoenician. Thanks for listening. Continue the conversation by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Magic on a Dollar, Facebook at Disney on a Dollar, and of course, magiconadollar.com. See you real soon.